Well, folks, how are we getting on? Larry G. McGuire here. Welcome along to the Daily Larb. I'm a writer and artist over at LarryGMcGuire.com, and this is the show almost daily, not always daily, a couple of times a week, maybe three, four times a week, uh, for creative people. Uh, left of centre or right of centre thinkers. Um, well, now hold on a minute. Sometimes the left is in the centre and sometimes the right's in the centre, so. Well, I don't know. Thinking differently. How does that grab you? Uh, or maybe asking some big questions. Uh, or difficult questions. That's what the show's about. It's about art and work, and life, creativity, culture, society. These are the things that I like to get into. But uh, today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, food. And I'll get on to that in a moment. But related to it, and the reason why I'm thinking about food is I was driving down the motorway, not the motorway, dual carriageway, earlier today, and I was eating strawberries. And I want to tell you a little bit about what I was thinking. But first, um, I've been working out. I've been back in the gym, back out running, after about three years of doing precious little. Uh, there was a stage there where I was quite fit. Um, I was doing a lot of marathons and ultras and... 24 hour bits and pieces and uh, I'd done a lot of training and uh, I was quite fit and and usually eating well but I just got fed up with it and um, I said no I need a break from this stuff so I've taken a few years off that not doing much at all uh, but recently I've decided to do something about it because I've applied a little condition to my physical being and uh, I think it's time to get rid of it because the extra poundage is not really me. It doesn't reflect who, who I am, you know. So I decided to do something about it. And uh, what motivated it was, I'm going away with my family. And uh, I've kind of, I've, to be honest, I've been struggling uh, with uh, kind of stupid stuff. Physical uh, exertion that I shouldn't be. Like, um, I've got, like, I'm a guy who's completed like 80 something marathons uh, that's 8-0 plus and uh, that shouldn't be the case you know I shouldn't be struggling with uh, carrying stuff and going up flights of stairs and all that so uh, I decided to do something about it and I gave myself a four week time frame to lose about 5 kgs and uh, get back into reasonable physical condition so it's well doable at the moment, I'm down, after about a week and a half, I'm down about 1.5 kgs, maybe a little bit more. And uh, I've changed how, dramatically changed how I'm eating. Uh, kind of gone with uh, a paleo-type diet. And uh, it's worked very well for me in the past, so I decided to go with it again. And essentially, I'm cutting out all wheat and uh, manufactured food products um, and uh, wheat-based, you know starchy uh, foods because uh, for me it helps me burn fat quicker so uh, lifting a few weights doing a bit of body work and doing a bit of running again and it feels good you know to have a bit of purpose there uh, uh, and recently uh, no I don't I don't suffer with stress and anxiety I don't um, I might get a little bit uptight <laughs> the odd time uh, if uh, I don't know I'm trying to get somewhere and I'm stuck behind some L1 driving 10 miles an hour. <laughs> but 
uh, generally I don't I don't get stressed out at least not anymore but there was a time when I did and uh, myself and my wife my wife works out as well she swims and stuff and uh, she's pretty fit so um, we were watching this this program uh, a couple of weeks ago on TV about stress and uh, stress related to modern life and how we live in the city and that you know and uh, it is I don't know if you know or not but the probably the most efficient means of dealing with stress and uh, uh, helping you out of uh, anxious states of mind is physical exercise and there's a couple of reasons for that Um, I suppose the most talked about is uh, how the body produces endorphins and you know the happy the happy what is it the happy um, happy drug is it I don't know what you call it but it it counters exercise helps counter um, uh, that production of cortisol and all those kind of negative chemicals in the body and not only that something I've kind of copped on to recently is that uh, it helps you completely disconnect from from the problems that maybe you're feeling and uh, what I mean by that is when you're completely flat out and uh, from physical exercise and you've pushed your body to it's limit for a short period let's say 15-20 minutes um, you'll find that you can't take your mind to think about anything else all you can focus on is how fucked you are you know uh, and I've noticed that recently when I train uh, I'm completely out of breath I, I, I can't focus on anything I just have to lean over or sit down or walk around and try and get myself back together get my head together and get re- regain my breath and composure and stuff and there's no room for thinking about stuff you know you get to switch off and i think that's uh something that's overlooked it's almost you could say a meditation it's a way of removing yourself from your everyday problems and that's that's it you see with our modern way of living we're always on and that primitive part of the brain it's been kind of nicknamed the emotional brain which involves many different substructures but i suppose one that's highlighted most is the amygdala the amygdala just switches on to fear and anxiety you know it's like your fear center it's tuned to uh it's tuned to notice things that are threats you know and there could be threatening conditions in your work in your family life in just the day-to-day going about your business uh, threats insofar as uh, people getting in your way people stifling your progress uh other things stifling your progress uh, not getting things done on time our perception of time comes into it it's our disconnect from you know you could say this moment this one moment that we actually all occupy the only real reality there is um, and meditation helps you tune out from that and uh, it should be said that when you're under stress uh, when you're under pressure be it in work or otherwise um those areas within the body that might otherwise help you recover are suppressed you know like your digestive system that goes on the back burner your body says well hold on there's a there's a, an immediate issue to sort out here we'll apply all our resources to uh, releasing sugar into the bloodstream for example and uh, heightening your perception and your awareness of things on uh, going on around you and we'll reduce the amount of resources uh, available to digestion and uh, rest and recovery. Um, so when you're always on, you can see how 
uh, that can affect your health, you know. So exercise not only releases endorphins into the bloodstream, but um, it helps you um, switch off. And I think that's probably one of the biggest benefits, you know. Myself and my missus were talking about that recently. And I've noticed it in my own training. But um, getting back to the food thing. Uh, this morning I, I finished a job early. And I stopped at a small fruit and veg place in South County Dublin. And there was strawberries on display and bananas and stuff outside. And they looked great. So I grabbed upon it. And they tasted great too and they, they look great they tasted great but, and I noticed that in, in contrast to um, supermarket strawberries uh, they were just so streets ahead of what you'll buy in the supermarket and I thought well this makes sense you know supermarkets all they want is volume they don't give a shit about giving you real quality stuff you know they just want to buy as much as they can for as little as they can and sell it with the most margin that's what they're after and uh, when you and I go to a supermarket and buy a punnet of strawberries we're not buying the best you know and the price might be low the price for a punnet of strawberries I don't know what you'll pay but we'll pay probably about at least four euros if not five euros for a punnet of strawberries you might pay a little bit more maybe a euro even two euros more in a small fruit and veg place but you know I'm asking myself do I really want to buy these hard tasteless strawberries that maybe look the part or or do I want the better ones and like you put them side by side and you you taste the difference and it's just there's no comparison and this is a problem you see because supermarkets big outlets chain stores they they're not interested in you and me. They're interested in volume and making money. And so they put growers and they put suppliers under pressure to deliver. To deliver more for less, you know. So the growers then, right, they're, they're, they're pressured is to stay in business. And, and uh, they get caught in that trap. And so they have to take shortcuts. They have to use chemicals and fertilizers to, to grow their fruit and veg and whatever it is they're, they're, they're making uh, for less money. They want them to look good. They want more more volume so if someone comes along and say hey i've got this bag of stuff here you put it on your strawberries you're going to get more yield you know increased yield for your uh, investment of labor and all that kind of stuff so of course he's going to take it or she's going to take it but you and me we we, we just get shit you know and then we get used to really poor quality because we're buying in the supermarket and not only are we uh, getting reduced quality food we're also losing out from the relationship like today, uh, in that supermarket, in that small fruit and veg place, they have a deli down the back. And I walked in, I said, well, I cooked this morning, I cooked some uh, uh, turkey breast. And uh, uh, told you I'm, I'm eating paleo food uh, these days. And uh, I cooked a lot of turkey breast and I thought, right, I'll pick up something on the way out, out and about today. Maybe a bit of broccoli salad or something like that. So I went into the deli and I said, right, I wonder if they got this broccoli salad. So I went in and had a nose around the girl behind the counter said, uh, can you help you? And I said, oh, actually, I was looking for some broccoli salad, but see, you don't have any. Oh, yeah, we don't have any made up, but can you offer you this or this? And I said, no, you know what, it's okay. And then out from the back comes this woman. She says, you want some broccoli salad? I can make you some up. It'll take me like three or four minutes. I said, yeah, so long as it's not a problem. No problem at all. Off she went and uh, she made the salad. And then in the meantime, um, another girl in the shop was doing her thing. She said, oh, 
I love broccoli salad. I'm going to have some of that for my lunch now. And I says, oh, look at that now. I did you a favour. So here we got this interaction between people. And it's a, it's a nothing interaction. But it's everything as well, you know. It's this engagement with people. But you go to a supermarket. And what are you? You're just a fucking number. You just have to queue up. You queue up like everyone else with your trolley full of stuff, you know. And it's, it's soulless, you know. There's no interaction. And uh, I think we lose something important when we do that. I've written about I've written about this before, probably about a year and a half ago or more. I wrote an article on it, this whole convenience thing, you know. And in this pursuit of convenience, we lose we lose our ability to deal with difficult circumstances, you know. In our in our pursuit of an easier life, like <laughs> it's crazy. We 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 kid ourselves that life is hard and it shouldn't be hard, you know. That and we what we what we're actually noticing is challenges that are there. To help us get stronger, help us become healthier, help us understand more about who we are, what we are, and we run aw- we run away from them. We want to run a mile from them. We want people to save us from it. We're out there every day looking for solutions that will save us from having to deal with stuff, ordinary stuff that actually is there to help us. You know, it's like when the snow came uh, in February, I think it was. Or was it January? Anyway, we'd big snow, first big snow in about ten years, and nobody knew how to deal with it. We could we'd no tools, we'd no me included. We'd no tools, we'd no uh, clothing, we'd no uh, ability to get around. No local councils and councils and all that uh, did their best and and cleared the roads pretty quickly. But in local neighbourhoods, like people were were kind of stranded, you know. And uh, it just highlighted to me our ineptitude to deal with difficult circumstances and how all of this uh, pursuit of convenience uh, robs us of value, you know robs us of uh, good tasting strawberries and uh, human interaction and I wonder where where it's going to take us, you know, ultimately well I know, I know my own answer for that is that ultimately we'll end up doing ourselves in and that's the way it should be, because uh, I think we've become stupid and arrogant. Uh, I think that's possibly the same thing. Uh, in thinking that somehow uh, this is a challenging place that we have to overcome, rather than rather than somewhere that something, a part of us that we need to work with, you know. And I think. Uh, Stress and anxiety and depression, which I started out talking about, are all just symptomatic of our way of life. It's quite simple. And, okay, technology is great and it has its advantages and we can use it to our benefit. But ultimately, you and me need to work, you know. We need to work our bodies and work our minds. And uh, life without challenges is not life. And convenience is a... a wolf in sheep's clothing, I think, you know. So, will I buy supermarket strawberries again? Probably. Um, bananas and stuff? Probably. But, I think it serves you and me to remember that uh, it's not all about how quickly we can get them or uh, how many of them we can get for, for a dollar or for a euro, you know. There's something um, more important that we need to consider. Uh so there you are. So I'm working my ass off at the moment. I'm, my goal is to lose about 5 kgs 
uh, when I weighed in last Sunday week, which is about what day are we today? We're Tuesday. Uh, it is Tuesday. No, it's not. It's Wednesday. Um, uh, so a week and a half ago, I weighed in at 85.5 kgs. This morning, I weighed 87. So that's a good move uh, in the right direction. Now, it's not all about weight, and I know that. Uh, it's about body fat percentage too. Uh, muscle to body fat ratio and um, that's coming down I'd like to reach about 10% and that will tell me that I'm I'm uh, in pretty much optimal condition so uh, training consists of running uh, 5k about maybe 3-4 times a week and uh, the name of the game there is to speed up I'm not going to increase the mileage the distance at least initially uh, I just want to be. I w- I want to develop a bit of pace over the same distance, and uh, get that time down. I haven't actually started time myself yet, but I know I get a feel for it. Um, and obviously, then uh, change how I eat. So I'd be, I'd be an awful devil for little Bakewell slices. I love them. You know, have you ever had a Bakewell? I love Bakewells and croissants and scones and stuff. You know, so all of that's out and. Uh, it's a real it's a real challenge especially when i'm hungry to uh, avoid that but um something that i have in my armory uh, which gives me a distinct advantage over myself is that i can switch off i can switch on i can switch off switch on to this switch off from other stuff that uh, doesn't help me and uh, i generally from that uh, ability to switch off from you know eating shit food tend to get results pretty quickly so I'll let you know how I'm getting on I'll give you I won't be reporting in every day or every other day on this but maybe once a week I might tell you how I'm getting on and uh, it's I think you've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable you know um, I think it's I think it's vital and yesterday there was a, well there's not only yesterday but continually over the last probably week there's been a discussion there on lemur if you're on lemur uh, between several parties about uh, creativity and all that and then it kind of leaned towards uh, uh, uselessness and uh, being a novice and the trouble with being a novice and the, the trouble that novices feel uh, you know in the carrying out of their work uh, and it's the same it's the same with uh, it's the same with this it's the same with getting fit you know that you've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable with how things are you know like you're in the gym and you're 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 doing your workout and it's tough but you gotta you gotta accept that that's how it has to be until such time as you reach a point that it's not tough and then you've got to go again because i think development um development for you and for me whether it's fitness or academic development or whether it's business development or whatever is is a series of peaks and troughs you know and so long as the trend is upward well then you're in the right direction, you're going the right direction. And uh, when you do have a trough, it's, it's a case of not, not being perturbed by that or being put off by it. And that this is part of the process, you know. You'll never see a wave without a trough, you know. You'll never see any growth curve without dips. Uh, and that's the name of the game. So uh, it's, it's learning not to get stuck in the troughs. That's, I think, where depression comes in get stuck on that low point rather than well it's tough you know I can't tell you what to do 
I can never tell you what to do. Like my mom has been saying to me over the last probably two years, will you not get yourself fit again? You're just kind of lumping around the place uh, and you have a bit of a belly there and it's not really you. Would you get, ever go and get yourself sorted? <laughs> and I just kind of ignored it. I didn't care, you know. And there was nothing going to get me out of that except, except uh, the prospect, perhaps, of uh, being in a pair of shorts at the swimming pool or on the beach this summer and um, not reflecting my physical self, not reflecting who I think I am in my head. So I think that was the big one, you know, get myself back in order. So uh, anyway, whatever it is for you, uh, let it take it, you know. But uh, I think being uncomfortable is part of the process. So that's about it for me for today. And going back to my strawberries and bananas. And uh, I've no coffee left. I'll probably grab another one now before I get back into the graft. And um, oh, one more thing actually I wanted to, I wanted to tell you about. Um, I, I did a bit of buying on Amazon there. And I picked up a bit of audio kit. Uh, and what I got myself was a couple of uh, Rode Lavalier microphones. They're about $50, $60 each. And uh, a few other bits and pieces. Because I want to bring more discussion to the show. Not interviews. I don't want interviews. I'm, I don't, I'm not someone who does interviews. I don't, like, I don't like the idea of myself doing interviews. I know I've done them before. But it's not reflective of me. I want a discussion. You know, I want people to discuss topical matters with and uh, that's what I'm after and I, I'm not into uh, remote discussion like you in Chicago and me here in Dublin uh, I want face to face so they're going to have to be closer to home because I ain't travelling to Chicago to, do, to have a discussion with somebody but uh, I think there's more quality in that you know there's, there's a certain uh, connection on a one-to-one across the table that you can't get when you're recording over Skype or some other platform and also on top of that you've got uh, like I've some knowledge and understanding of audio I've installed systems at commercial level and um, uh, residential level I'm not a, I'm not a production expert by any means but I know uh, something about uh, mics and getting reasonably good audio quality and when I don't get it I'm t- I tend to be a little bit pissed off uh, because I didn't get the quality that I, I would have otherwise uh, got. So when you're interviewing somebody uh, electronically over Skype or something like that, you've no control over the mic they use or their internet connection or how they use the mic, you know. So it can be a little bit distorted and stuff, and that kind of a, that's kind of frustrating for me. So I want to do discussions with people one-to-one across the table, and I think, I think you'll see um, the benefit in doing that. So I'm on the lookout. Uh, for people who are engaged by their work, who love it, you know, and want to talk about it and uh, have opinions on things. Um, and I think that will bring some uh, additional quality to the podcast. So that's about it for today. You've been listening to the Daily Lab podcast, available on iTunes, Spreaker, Anchor, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Overcast, Pocketcast, anywhere good podcasts are played, you'll get the show and uh, I'll hopefully see you here tomorrow or the next day uh, I'll definitely see you on Sunday for Sunday Letters Sunday Letters is the weekly article that I get out to my readers if you haven't got it yet or you're not getting it get over to larrygmaguire.com sign up for that if you'd like to support me in my work help me keep this podcast advert free get over to patreon.com forward slash larrygmaguire 
I don't want to put on ads. I don't want to put on promos on here. I just want to give you discussion. I just want to give you ideas. I want to give you monologue or dialogue or whatever it happens to be. Uh, and I don't want to pollute that with other rubbish. So uh, other podcasts do it. That's fine. They can do that. But I want to keep it off the show. So if you'd like to help me and support me in the work, get over to Patreon and uh, check me out. Uh, patronage starts at only a dollar a month. So small money. Anyway, that's it for now. Getting back to work. I shall talk to you uh, in a couple of days, maybe. Okay, take it easy.